Even though section 1 is the first section in the Doctrine and Covenants, it was not the first revelation that Joseph Smith received from the Lord. It was actually given between sections 66 and 67, but was later published at the beginning of the book. By November 1831, Joseph Smith had received over 60 revelations, and members and missionaries who wanted their own copies could only have them by writing out each revelation by hand. On November 1, 1831, at a council of church leaders held at the John Johnson home in Hiram, Ohio, the prophet proposed that these revelations should be printed in a book of commandments. That's name was changed two years later to the Doctrine and Covenants. The council endorsed Joseph's proposal and decided to print 10,000 copies of the book. That was later reduced to 3,000. Three men wrote a preface for the new book, but when they presented their draft, it was picked apart and rejected as inadequate. The council asked Joseph Smith to take the matter to the Lord, which he agreed to do if they'd pray with him. All joined in, and Joseph prayed to know the Lord's will. When he was finished, they arose, and the prophet dictated by the Spirit the words to this revelation of Doctrine and Covenants, section 1, sentence by sentence, as Sidney Rignand wrote it down. The Lord had given his own preface of the Book of Commandments, and it is the only book on the earth with a preface written by the Lord himself. Joseph Smith chose and prepared the revelations for publication, and two weeks later, Oliver Cowdery and John Whitmer carried them to Independence, Missouri, to be printed by William W. Phelps, an experienced printer and recent convert. He just purchased a printing press for the church and would oversee this large project. They worked quickly, and by the summer of 1833, 65 sections were printed. But a mob destroyed the press, scattered the type, and burned most of the 160 printed pages of the Book of Commandments. A few valiant saints were able to save remnants of nearly 100 copies. Joseph Smith said that no unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. And the Lord said in section 1 verse 19, The weak things of the world shall come forth and break down the mighty and strong ones. The work did progress, and in 1835, the Doctrine and Covenants was published, with 102 sections of the Lord's revelations given to Joseph Smith. The Lord's preface begins in verses 1 and 2 with his voice of warning to all mankind. Hearken, O ye people of my church, ye people from afar, and ye that are upon the islands of the sea. Listen together, for verily the voice of the Lord is unto all men, and there is none to escape. The word hearken is found in many sections of the Doctrine and Covenants and means to listen with great intent, eagerness, and to comply. This warning will be delivered unto all ends of the earth by his chosen and authorized disciples in the last days. The Lord said in verse 6, Behold, this is mine authority and the authority of my servants. And in verse 8, we learn they are given power to seal both on earth and in heaven, the unbelieving and rebellious. The Lord explains that the earth's inhabitants must be warned about the coming day of judgment when God's wrath will be poured out without measure upon the unbelieving, rebellious, and wicked. The Lord will come to recompense every man according to his work and how he's treated others, and his voice will proclaim to the entire earth, Prepare ye for that which is to come, for the Lord is nigh. This will take place at his second coming, when his anger is kindled and his sword bathed in heaven will fall upon the inhabitants of the earth. The arm of the Lord will be revealed, and a day will come when those who will not hear the Lord's voice or that of his servants or give heed to his prophets and apostles will be cut off from among God's people. 
The Lord's message is clear and direct, and all who believe that the doctrine and covenants is his voice and will are left without excuse. Those who willingly disobey God's laws become part of a collective breaking of what the Lord calls his everlasting covenant. He defines this attitude of doing things our own way instead of his way as idolatry, and those who encourage this corrupt culture and attitude are known as modern Babylon. The Lord warns that just like people's idols of long ago perished in the corrupt city of ancient Babylon, mankind's idols in our day will also perish when modern Babylon the Great is destroyed at the Lord's second coming. This warning of an idolatrous world headed towards God's wrath with the sword of heaven raised to destroy Babylon and cut off her idolaters from God's people is a sober reminder to hear the Lord's voice and that of his servants and repent and turn to him. The Lord foretells the great destiny of his latter-day work and gives us hope to avoid this coming calamity by calling his prophet Joseph Smith and giving revelations and commandments to him and to his other servants through the prophet. At this time, the church had been organized for only one and a half years, with only a few hundred members, and God gave his revelations to help these weak and simple servants break down idolatry's mighty grip on the hearts of mankind, prepare them for his second coming, and be counted among his covenant people. The revelations in section 1 help his servants speak in God's name, increase faith in the earth, and establish his everlasting covenant. They also help them proclaim the fullness of the gospel to all the ends of the earth, that they might come to an understanding of their errors, seek wisdom and be instructed, and be chastened and repent of their sins. If they're humble, they will be made strong, blessed from on high, and receive knowledge. The Doctrine and Covenants contains many revelations that helped Joseph Smith have power to translate the Book of Mormon and helped him and others lay the foundation for the Lord's only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth to bring it forth out of obscurity and darkness. Section 1 makes it clear the Lord can show no allowance towards sin, but he is also filled with mercy towards all who repent and keep his commandments. Section 1 finishes the revelation with an invitation to the reader of the Doctrine and Covenants. We see the Lord's longing for the welfare and happiness of each of his children as he reminds all of the earth's inhabitants that he is willing to make known his revelations to all flesh. Everyone deserves to be warned of what is coming and given the opportunity to prepare for it. The Lord commands us to search these revelations. Section 1 endorsed the plan of the church leaders to print the revelations the Lord gave to Joseph Smith and testified that they are true and to be trusted. Every prophecy and promise in them will be fulfilled whether we learn about them by reading his words in the scriptures or by hearing them from the voice of his weak and simple servants. It is the same. This section presented the Lord's latter-day work as a time when God's servants were called to prepare the world for Jesus Christ's second coming. God invites all mankind to leave behind the idolatry of modern Babylon, which is doomed to be destroyed and come into the safety of his everlasting covenant. The Lord said that all of earth's inhabitants deserve the opportunity to make that choice, and the revelations in the Doctrine and Covenants have an important role to help them choose. Section 1 ends with the declaration that the Lord is God, and the Spirit beareth record, and the record is true, 
and the truth abideth forever and ever. Amen. And this is section 1 in the Doctrine and Covenants. Look for hidden objects throughout this video that are a part of church history or something that would have been common to that time. Then read each object's description to learn about life in the 1800s. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. Visit our Facebook page or PonderFun.com to find more fun things to do and listen to these as a podcast. Please share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them, and I'll keep making new ones. Thanks again for watching, and find some time this week to ponder.